Welcome to the TigerCast podcast designed to tell the story of Warsaw Community Schools and inform our community about the great things happening to serve our students. Well, good morning, everyone. I'm Kyle Carter, the Chief Technology and Data Analytics Officer. Amy can't join us this morning, but we've got a full house. So I can remember as a sixth grade teacher, we were fortunate to have a fantastic partnership with the Wagon Wheel Theater. And in that partnership, we would take our students to the holiday show each year. Never thought I'd be into musicals, but I remember it'd always be, or I'd always walk away from those shows and I'd catch myself singing or humming the songs for weeks afterwards. So last year, I had an opportunity to see the high school musical Freaky Friday. It was an amazing show. I was honestly blown away by the production and I was really sad when the show ended. I wanted to see more. So we wanted to take some time this year to learn about some upcoming performances in theater, a sneak peek of this year's musical. So I have some guests with me. We have Melanie Morris. She is the theater teacher and director at Warsaw Community High School. And then we have some of the stars of the show. We have um, Macy Bonifield, Jaden McLeod, and Olivia Gabrich. I think I said your name right. It's yeah? Gabrich. Oh, see, I knew I, I knew I, I knew I was 50-50 on that one. So as we get started this morning, Mrs. Morris, I know you and your students put so much work into creating an amazing production. Can you walk us through what that looks like from, from envisioning what it's going to be to being on stage and it's showtime? Mm-hmm. So I actually start the process about a year in advance. I have to pick the show out really early so that Um, I can get the rights for it. We can make sure we have the money, all the pieces and parts that come into that. So actually right now I'm looking for musicals for next year because I have to plan that far in advance. Um, And then we go into um, kind of audition process in December for a show like SpongeBob. We auditioned early December and then we started rehearsals shortly after that because we just have so much to do. And last year we found that we actually ended up losing a lot of time because of the snow, like all the cancellations. So we started earlier to give us more time. We started with choreography and music rehearsals in December. And then all of January, we've been working on blocking, which is putting the show together, everyone in their places, um, and bringing the characters to life on stage. We also have a costumer that's been working really hard to find costume rentals because um, our costumes are going to be amazing, but there's like probably a different costume each scene. There's a different prop and a different set piece for every scene because SpongeBob's just crazy like that. So... Um, we have a lot of people working to put this together. We also spend every Saturday at school from 9 to 4 building our set. We have two awesome set people, Jim Jim Cox and Dan Ray, who have been with our department for a really long time. They design the set and they build it and they kind of tell us what to do. It's a great opportunity for the kids, too. They're learning like how to use power tools safely, of course, and <laughs> how to paint and like proper techniques for all of that stuff, like scenic painting. And then there's other always other jobs like organizing the costume shop or just taking care of our space that we spend a lot of time Saturdays working on that as well. So what I hear in that though, is this is completely student driven. So they're the ones making the sets. They're putting in the, the sweat, the tears to make this show become a reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We also have a student prop manager, Ethan Batances, who's in charge of like creating prop lists and like finding all of our props and putting them, putting them together, putting them on the prop shelf, marking them. And then we have a student costume shop manager, Aubrey Harp, who helps our, our costumer. And Bree's ha- working throughout the school day um, 
when when she's in classes or during SRT and pulling costumes and stuff for shows as well. All right. So lots of great things happening. So I want to kick it over to some of the stars of the show. I want to hear what they have to say this morning. So let's just, I'm going to throw this out to everyone. Tell us a little bit about SpongeBob the musical. I'll be honest. I've watched the show on TV from time to time. I've got kids and I can remember it being on in the background. Tell us a a little bit about the show. Yeah. So it's a, it's just a great show about like friendship and finding yourself and with all the chaos that comes with a normal SpongeBob episode. And it's just really fun. Just like getting to know your castmates and seeing them just embody their characters. And it's, it's great. All right. So um, talk about your roles. What, what are some of the, the characters you might be bringing to life? Some of the roles that you're playing in the musical this year. So I'm playing the mayor of Bikini Bottom. So I'm like a tyrannical dictator. And so that's a lot of fun to bring to life on stage. It's a really crazy role, but also lots of fun. Um, So I'm playing Patchy the Pirate, who is kind of like the narrator, and I get to open the show. And he's just a little bundle of chaos, and I love him. I'm playing just an ensemble fish, but ensemble is a huge part of the show, especially in Spongebob, because we bring the town to life. You have all the main characters, but to bring the town like to life is a huge thing. And so being able to like see all the cast, bring their characters to life, and like our Spongebobs and Patricks, they really work hard to emulate their character right off the show. So I heard all three of you mention bringing your characters to life. Talk to us a little bit more about what that process looks like, because I know you've probably seen the show. You've watched those pieces of it, but you're not the voice actor. You're not the person that's done that historically. So how do you create that character? You know a lot about it, but how do you bring it to life? I feel like it's different for everyone, but I know for me, I just really had to like tap into the mindset of the character because the character I'm playing isn't like a doesn't have a big role in the show but it does in the musical so I would watch different um like productions and different people doing it and just pick the different bits and pieces like oh I like how this person did that or like this way and so I just try to take different things like that and then combine with my own inspiration and just add them all into a character. For me, like, I'm usually a pretty quiet person, and to, like, be out there being chaotic and for being a pyre, we get to get in people's faces, which is really fun. Um, so I just have to, like, because I'm a nerd, I think of it as a and d character that I'm embodying, and, like, I think about it in those terms and, like, just, like, being able to, like, become a different person and, like, kind of get outside of yourself is what I have to think about. And one of the most beautiful things about theater is everyone has their own interpretation of a character. So seeing everyone have their own interpretations of whatever role they have, even if it's an ensemble character, what they get to do with it. And they have a lot of like, they all make a lot of creative choices that still fit in within the character, but are unique to this specific show that is being performed at Warsaw High School. Yeah, I would agree with Jaden. So we have double casts. So even like we have two Spongebobs and they play the roles differently as do our Patricks and our Squidwards, which is something that's really cool. But like no matter which show you're going to come to, it's going to be an amazing show, but the Spongebobs are not 
the exact same. Well, and I wondered that last year um, when I went to, to Freaky Friday, I had no no idea what I was expecting. And when I was looking through the program and I saw the two different sets of of students and such with within the show, and I knew a lot of them, um, it made me want to come back and mm-hmm. watch yeah. the other version of the show just to see how different different it would be between the two sets of actors and actresses that were performing. So uh, coming back around to the students here, I, I guess I would ask, let's go a little bit deeper here. What drove you to theater and performing within theater and auditioning for shows? What, what drives you to the theater arts? So I just, like, I never really grew up um, like doing theater or anything. So I started just my freshman year because I was interested in acting and wanted to find a way to do that. And then I started theater my freshman year with Cinderella. And then I just kept doing it and I kept doing it. And then here I am my senior year and I'm still doing it. So it's just been a lot of fun in the community of the people. It's really just like a family. And so I, I stay in it to be with them. Funnily enough, I was a three-sport athlete my freshman year, Um, and honestly, COVID is one of the best things that ever happened to me, because it made me realize that those situations were not the best place for me to be, and Olivia, already being in theater, was like, well, why don't you come audition for the Greek show? So I auditioned for it, and I fell in love with it, and I've been in as many productions ever since. I've never really had a place where I belonged, um, and theater is that place for me, and it always has been. I started with theater in eighth grade. I was lucky enough to have a show at, in my eighth grade year, but when I went into high school, I was like, should I do theater? I'm not really outgoing. Like, I'm not out there like most people, but even if you're not like an extrovert, you can still always be in theater. There's always a place for you at theater at Warsaw High School. And Jaden, I'm so glad you brought that up. So because that's what's that's what's on my mind as I'm sitting here thinking I am not an extroverted person at all. I'm I'm a guy that likes to be in the background um, and likes to be a part, but doesn't want to be in front of everyone. So what might be some of the roles for some for a high school student that's out there that maybe doesn't want to be on stage performing? What can they do to be a part of theater? So there's a lot of technical jobs that are a great part of theater, even if you don't want to be on stage. Um, like uh, Miss Morris mentioned, we have a costume shop manager and a prop shop manager. We could always use help building or finding props, as well as getting costumes, getting those ready. And also with makeup, like we have a whole makeup crew that we're going to have for SpongeBob. And especially with a show like SpongeBob, you have to have pretty creative makeup concerning the characters because it is a cartoon show. And we also have technical jobs like lights, mics, stuff like that, which is a great opportunity to learn more technical aspects of theater because it is a very important part of theater. For the last production of Peter and the Starcatcher, I got the opportunity to be the stage manager. So that meant I was backstage the entire time. And it was definitely a crazy position to be in and it was hectic, but I enjoyed a whole, like the entire process. And that, that's like completely backstage. I didn't step foot on stage except at the end when it came to the curtain call. So that's a great thing that someone could do as well. Um, Yeah, I 
am huge with student leadership. Like Jane's actually our head makeup designer for SpongeBob. So um, she's in charge of designing all of that and training the crew. So I train certain students and then they then train others. So it makes my job easier, but it also gives them the opportunity to show off their skills and then they get their name in the program and they get the, to see over that area. Well, I love hearing all of that, that everybody has their distinct role and you as the teacher and empowering them to be the leaders within within the group, within the production. That's some that's some amazing, amazing things that happen just within within the theater arts and such. And, and again, that's what I, what I wanted to bring some light of. There's so much more that happens in preparation, so much more to just the show. Um, so let's talk just a little bit more about that. I'm curious because I heard them talking about set design last night and set build, and it sounds like it was a really late night. I'm thinking, you know, I watched, I've watched SpongeBob. It's underwater. How in the world are you recreating that set? Um, yeah, honestly, you kind of, with theater, you have to immerse yourself in that world. So what we usually do, or at least what I've seen, is lighting, which is also a huge part of theater, and also set design. So you don't have to be underwater to <laughs> experience SpongeBob. And so we have like coral reefs that we have been building and rocks. And we have this huge mountain we're starting to build because it is a huge part of the show. And there's just a lot that goes into the set design because it is, especially like a show like SpongeBob, because it is, it, did, it needs to be very immersive, especially for the kids. Yeah, and with such like an iconic, iconic show that a bunch of people know, we're bringing like a lot of familiar like set pieces, like all of the like SpongeBob, Patrick, and Squidward's houses are going to be there. The boat of the Krusty Krab is going to be there. So just like, a lot of familiar things that people are like, oh, I know what that is. I know where we are. Just so people like can get immersed, like Jaden was saying. Yeah, we're actually doing something that we've never done before at Warsaw Theater. We are building our stage out into the audience. We're extending it by four feet to make more space for our performers on stage because our department keeps growing. And we want to make sure that everyone can be on stage and, and be performing. But we also want to bring the the action of the show closer to the audience. So that's what they were working on last night. They were going to drop our pit down so our perform our pit players can still be down there, so our orchestra. And then we're actually building the stage over the top of them and extending that out in the first row of seats. So then we have an even bigger stage. So it's going to be a show like none other. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm excited to see that this year. Um, back to the students here. So I know... I know getting into the arts and such, um, sometimes that's a, that's a lot of risk um, to put yourself out there in front of others. And I know sometimes you have to pull that from maybe inspir- uh, folks that inspire you. So, you know, as you, you have taken uh, an interest in the theater arts, who inspires you? Um, a lot of my friends within theater really inspire me because they're just like really great people who know what they're doing and are really talented and seeing like all of my friends doing really well and succeeding in what they're doing just makes me want to try 10 times harder and just like be good for them and i know that they will be good for everybody else and it's just an it's a great community where everybody is not just working for themselves but working for the cast and the ensemble as a whole i agree completely um especially also the adults in the theater department because they work 
super hard. And I it really reflects in the show because you can see like just how much they put into the, the show. And it's really like amazing to see like the result of everyone's hard work. And I just look up to both castmates and my, the adults in the show because they're really they really put like their whole their whole being into the show. All right. So, um, moving forward here, because we, uh, first of all, I want to say I could sit here and I could listen to the the four of you talk about the show all day long, but I want to get into some details about some of the other the other pieces going on uh, in the theater department and the performing arts department here over the next month or so. What can you tell me about a magical day? Uh, a magical day is a great opportunity for kids in the community to come and meet their favorite characters and talk with them and take pictures and do crafts and read with them. And it's just like a great opportunity for kids to get like excited about these characters that they've like only seen on stage or read about in books. Yeah, it's a great experience for kids to come and they always have fun. It's a, it's so much fun to see all of their smiling faces when they get to meet their favorite characters from fairy tales or from just different stories that they've read and heard about for years. And it's a great experience for them. We also have uh, opportunities for kids to do activities. We have a lot of arts and crafts the kids can do. And not only can they meet their favorite characters, but they can like take photos with them and do activities with their favorite characters, which I think is uh, an experience like no other. Who are um, some of the characters that they might meet at this event? Um, a lot of Disney princesses. So even if you're a little boy or a little girl, you can always rely on the Disney princesses. And so we have characters like Snow White, Ariel, Belle, those characters. Yeah, we also have some Star Wars characters coming. So we have uh, Ray and I think Luke Skywalker coming. Yeah, and of course the Disney princess will also be there. I hear Flynn Rider is in town mm-hmm. and a couple other really cool people. And there's even some stars from Peter and the Starcatcher that will be showing up, like Captain Hook and Smee. All right. So ultimately your audience just you're you're looking for folks that want to have interactions with these characters and create really really good opportunities, maybe some memories for students. That's what I'm hearing within this. Mm-hmm. So I also know that this is an important event when it comes to um supporting the theater arts. So a lot of the proceeds that come from this event do what for the program? So this year, the money's actually going towards a, th- a fund that's going to get us to International Thespian Festival because we placed first in state um, in January. So we actually got to advance on to that. So we'll be taking the money from this event and putting it towards that account where we have to raise like $20,000 between now and June to get there. So that's part of it. All right, so ultimately helping you to grow your craft even deeper, creating some more memories and new unique experiences for you. So we really want to see as many people possible uh, come out to a magical day so that we can really help you raise those funds. You're going to have a good time too, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) All right. So one last question before uh, we start to wrap up the show here. Without giving any spoilers or anything of that nature, is there anything from 
from the show that you can give us a sneak peek or anything of that that we're we're watching out for maybe something that that you love about the show as you're getting ready to uh, perform here shortly let's just say our actors cannot be scared of heights okay i'm intrigued (laughs) uh be prepared for after intermission there might be some people getting in your faces and messing with you so yeah okay there's a lot of like silly little jabs and just things to laugh at. And I think that's like a really good part of SpongeBob. All right. So I'm intrigued. That's Those are some good hooks. And I can't wait to see your show. And I know that a lot of our listeners can't wait as well. So can you give me a little, uh, can you give our audience a little bit of, uh, I guess, a summary? What When are these events coming up? We have a magical day soon it's february 25th it's from 12 to 3 and this i mean it's, it's open to everyone but we only charge for the the students so chaperones are free you to come along with your kiddo and hang out with us mm-hmm. and spongebob is march 10th 11th and 12th the 10th is at 7 30 the 11th there's two shows at 2 30 and 7 30 and the 12th there's a show at 2 30 all right well I got to tell you, you guys did fantastic. Thank you so much for coming in here and talking with us. I can't wait to see the show, and I know a lot of our listeners can't as well. So I want to wish you the best of the luck as you continue to build that set. It sounds like there is a lot of work still pouring into that. And just want to say thank you. Thank you for everything you do to bring your characters to life and create an awesome, memorable performance for not only your audience, but for you. What an amazing opportunity. And for those that are interested in getting into the theater arts, it sounds like there is something for everyone. You just have to be willing to try. So thank you for so much for joining us. We will be back next week with another exciting episode of the Tiger Cast.